Biden even said, what you waiting for? What you waiting for? Well, I'm waiting for you guys to stop moving the goalposts on what exactly, you know, mass, no mass, vaccine, no mass, now vaccine, got a mass, vaccine work, vaccine don't work, vaccine, you know, it's like until I start to hear a straight message, that's why I'm not taking it. You're from Connecticut, and I'm from North Carolina, and but we got all started talking about news and how the news uh, is also, you know, uh, what, what were you saying? <laughs> Do you remember? I mean, I remember. I just don't know exactly how to put it back yeah. together. I mean, essentially, um, you were asking, you know, because I'm from such a liberal state, if my viewpoints on... Uh, I get really we didn't even get into the vaccine so much, but if my viewpoints were just uh, liberal and I was saying how I, if you asked me a couple of years ago, I would have said I probably am very middle but lean left, but it's just, you know, yeah, the, uh, the media puts out certain narratives that they want you to follow. And then uh, especially though it happens on both sides, it seems more so on the left nowadays. If you're not on their side, you're completely against them, and you're, you know, the worst person in the world. So yeah, that, yeah, that's a, of even saying I lean left um, or, or right. You mean right? Oh, well, you're the worst person off, in the world if you lean left. No, no, I'm saying it's put me off of saying I middle but lean left. Like it doesn't. Right. I don't even want to say that anymore because I don't even know it's true because just uh, how ridiculous Scott and on both sides. But again, seems like it's a bit more exaggerated. Coming yeah, very much time. exaggerated. Yeah, and very much exaggerated, but much more by the by the left, right? So if you're anti-vaccines, that's what we we're saying. You, if you're anti-vaccine, then you're automatically a Trump supporter. And I was saying, no, there's a middle ground there where we receive some of the. I, I keep now. See, the, even the way I talk, we. Like, I'm not part of the right. I'm not. But you have to choose a side because if you don't choose a side, what other side is there? There's no sides. It's only blue or red. There used to be independence in there somewhere a little bit. And now it feels like there's not at all. Yeah, it's uh, everyone's been pushed to to talk like that with that terminology of we. But we uh, there's but we take a little of you. Yeah, it's. You know, it's unfortunate because it's just made it so it's very hard to have a civil conversation with anyone that opposes your viewpoints. Uh, it happens, of course, but it's it's becoming more and more rare because it's become so much like just two teams competing against each other. Very much, very much. And, I, and uh, I'm an anti... <laughs> See, that I'm not, I wouldn't even call myself that, but apparently that's the category that I've been put in because I refuse to take the vaccine until some real knowledge starts to come out where I'm like comfortable enough to take the vaccine. Everybody says, Biden even said, what you waiting for? What you waiting for? Well, I'm waiting for you guys to stop moving the goalposts on what exactly, you know, mass, no mass, vaccine, no mass, now vaccine, got a mass, vaccine work, vaccine don't work, vaccine, you know, it's like until I start to hear a straight message, that's why I'm not taking it. Mm-hmm. It's a plain and simple. It's because I, I, because it sounds like you guys don't know what you're doing and I don't want to have something put into my body that I don't know, wh- you, you, you don't know what you're doing. 
I mean, if the doctor came in and he was like studying up on how to do heart surgery during your heart, you know, transplant, you would be like, no, get me another doctor. That's basically how the 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 U.S. is uh, running this. And that's that's where my hesitation. I'm not anti-vax. If it worked, I would be like, good. But apparently now it doesn't. You see, you know, and uh, what are your thoughts? So I come from a, a bit more, though I'm not like, you know, uh, not answering the question, but I'm a bit more neutral in the sense that I'm not against it or for it in uh, in a general stance. I think there's a certain, there's a risk taking it or not taking it one way or the other, uh, just for certain demographics at this time, I it's from based on everything I know, which you know, I can drop some statistics and facts that I know of, it's might be less of a risk to not get it and just allow your, you know, natural immune system to uh, lead the way. And for other people, it probably is in their best interest. Well, to- the, the, well that, it's too late of an argument, you see, because the people that got the vaccine now feel like, oh, now I'm infected with something. You see, they don't want to think that way. That's mm-hmm. why it's too late to come with that argument, even though it is a legitimate argument because you needed the data. But the data took way too long to uh, acquire and they already jabbed. That's why they were trying to get everybody jabbed real quick to get ahead of the data. You get ahead of the data and now you are divided because people that actually got the vaccine, right? We're saying now you're now you're screwed, you know, now well, you're screwed because you got the vaccine. Sorry. You know, like <laughs> they don't want to hear that. Potentially screwed because there's been a plenty of people. It doesn't even matter if you put any percentage on there, even if it's one percent that they're potentially screwed. It doesn't matter that the doubt has already been created, you see. And that's the real genius in this master plan, which we could go into if you want to. Well, see, and here's why I love having these conversations, because I am like you. I have not gotten vaccinated yet. And it's because people in my age group that are healthy with no underlying health conditions have a stupid, ridiculous chance of not, let alone dying, not ending up in the hospital and just being asymptomatic. I mean, right. Uh, I mean, if if you just talk to numbers for a second, if you just talk to numbers, even if you get the vaccine, even if you don't get the vaccine, the chances of you dying are pretty much just like the flu. So what makes this so different? The, yeah. the, the, the morbidities are up, but right. Let's start throwing numbers into this because the more, and I don't want to cut off. I cut off your thought. No, it's, it's fin- okay. Fin- finish. No. Yeah. No, the morbidities are up because they label everything as uh like, if you go to the hospital, broken toe, they test you for COVID automatically COVID. You see how yeah. they do that? So they've been doing this and they've been ahead of the ones. Wait a minute. You're doing that. Right. And then we had to catch up. They're just always one step ahead of the data. They're one move ahead of the data and they're doing a great job. Whoever's doing it, whoever's controlling all of this, whatever this is, great job. You put together an algorithm that was definitely going to work. I mean, and it's working. You know, somebody needs to, we need Neo from the mm-hmm. Matrix, bro. Yeah, so I mean, like, <laughs> we at need this the point, one. It's pretty much well known that um as just as far as deaths you know you could 
there, I've heard multiple stories while I haven't been able to confirm any of these, but I've heard many, many stories of some that are like legitimate doctors and whatnot of people that die in a car accident and they test them for COVID. So then they make it a COVID death. Um, yeah, not but, yeah, not only the deaths, but here's the, here's where they really get you because they're talking about cases. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the hospital at all, they're testing you for COVID, and that's a case. Now it's a case. Now it's a negative case, but it's a case, and that's where they scare you with the news. Oh, so and so is up, you know, five hundred percent in cases. Like, okay, come on now, break that down. But no, everybody hears five hundred percent or whatever the number is. It's it's brilliant. It's a brilliant plan. I'm not going to deny whoever's making this plan. It's it's uniform. It's perfect. You turn around and look at them in the face and ask them directly a question and they smile to your face and say, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. In Congress, I've been watching congressional stuff and it's absurd. Absurd. These people are literally lying to their own government at their face. I just saw it today. This guy was this. Uh, I forget who's the uh, the general. Uh, whoever answers at Congress for Biden, who's his representative? The president uh, representative, whoever that guy is. Talk about uh, the lady. No, no, not that one. That was uh, that was the uh, the one that d- does the press. There's yeah. another one that does it for Congress. Like we'll answer for the the national security advisor, some or other, some CIA. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. We'll edit that out, uh, right? Because it is also scary. Like if that if they're the ones doing all this, which is one of those theories. Um, no, uh, what I was gonna say is the guy who uh, represents Biden, I guess, an- answered a question, and the question was. Uh, do you have somebody controlling what Biden says? Because we have seen, and there are news reports out there, that Biden gets cut off mid-sentence, or Biden is told what to do, or Biden is told what to say. And uh, there's somebody behind Biden that it's not Biden. You know, like Biden is just listening to whoever tells him what to do. Mm -hmm. And that was the question. Is there somebody and who is that that's that's doing that? Because we literally just saw Biden mid mid speech look over and, you know, like shake his head. I don't know if that's exactly what happened. But then mid speech, he got you know, he stopped and 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 dipped out mid answer. I mean, not speech, but uh, I don't know where I was going with my point there. There's so many things to talk about. It's like hard to bring them all together. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this, though, because, yeah, there's okay. Deaths are the uh, deaths are inflated. Cases are inflated, especially amongst the uh, unvaccinated, uh, because now the CDC is no longer publicly tracking uh, vaccinated breakthrough cases that they're not cases Uh, not. They're not publicly tracking ones that don't end up in hospitalization. And they I, I believe I could be wrong, but I'm like 90% sure that they're no longer uh, forcing uh, clinics and wherever that test to keep track of that. So, but yes, it's straight from the CDC site. They are no longer publicly tracking uh, breakthrough cases that don't end up in hospitalization. But uh, so those numbers inflated, but let me ask you this, because all of the numbers do point to that 
the current hospitalizations, because they are tracking those numbers for vaccinated, are the majority are unvaccinated. Do you agree with those numbers or do you not do you not trust those? That the majority in at least in the United States are yeah, uh, I, I trust them in this way. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is how I do trust those numbers. And it's in a sinister way, which is why this plan is so methodical and so thought out. The people that got the vaccines made the Delta variant. Like the people that got the first shots are the ones that could be infected and then also be super spreaders Benounced their knowing because they got the shot and now they were going around thinking they were protected, but they were not. You see? You see where they say, put on your mask, take off your mask, put on your mask. It's coming. The numbers are going to show that. Well, duh, you just injected it with a, with a vaccine that was, that, you know, wasn't even FDA approved when people started taking the shots. You forget it is FDA approved now, but how many shots were given before it was FDA approved? Those are the ones that became super spreaders and they created the Delta and the Delta is 1000 times more contagious and 1000 times more potent. So yes, but I will retort that with if you got COVID probably with the original COVID and you built up your uh, uh, natural immunity, I bet you could have fought Delta in the same exact way. Just a little sniffles, just a little cold, maybe no symptoms at all. Maybe you just had one bad day, a couple of bad days, but you toughed it out. You know what I mean? We all get sick. We've all gotten sick throughout our entire lives. I don't understand why feeling like you've got the flu for a little bit is such a big deal. I've gotten it all my life, haven't you? We've all gone through it. Well... You don't have to bet because you brought the man who brings the facts to the show, Josh. And I just study a week or two ago came out that uh, not, no, though they say vaccine, the vaccine still provides value. Uh, natural immunity uh, increases your chances of not being infected with the virus again by anywhere from six to 13 times. So you are six to 13 times more likely to fight it off next time you are uh, around uh, any type of uh, COVID, whatever variant it is. So yes, having it and then fighting it off actually increases your chances of fighting it off again anywhere. There from was, I think it increased too, by the way, because at the beginning of the week, I feel like that it was like 11 times more. And I've seen up to 26 times more now. So the, the level has gone up. What was the number you said? Anywhere from six to 13 times. Yeah. See, now it's up to like 23 or 26. I forget the one. I, 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 will, I will say where I get a lot of my information because I do want, you know, the audience, whoever's listening, to go to that website and, and, and legitimately listen. It's scary. It's a scary website to go to because the information is so shocking. You can't believe that we're being deceived so well, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. The plan is great. It's a phenomenal plan. They're winning. They're winning the plan. Not enough people are waking up. They're staying ahead of the wave at every step of the way. I mean, talk about Afghanistan. I mean, we're not even talking about that anymore. It's, that just happened like a little bit ago. What, where, who are these 100 families that are still left over there? What's going on? Biden has just signed a new peace treaty with England and uh, 
uh, Australia. What's going on in Australia? I thought that was a that was a news cycle just like a week ago. Now it's gone, buried. They buried it. We never get to talk about it. <laughs> that's, that's the news cycle. So what's what's your uh, what's your source of information? And what's the website you're talking about? Infowars.com. Okay, so you're Alex Jones guy, Alex Jones guy. Well, you, at at first I thought he was as crazy as everybody else thought. Until I started literally reading, literally reading, which a lot of people don't do. They just listen to like snippets. And then the next news cycle, you're not informed. That's everybody that's a Democrat. I, you know, and they're like, and they're studying in their own lanes, college kids and this and that. They don't have time to, they're, they're not going to college for politics. So why would they want to even enter their mind in politics? Because, and that's the great deception. Go to college, think about what you want to do. We're running the world on this side, right? And we're just giving you snippets of what you want to hear. And we're going to move you this way or move you that way. Unless you're studying politics, you don't know any of this stuff. None of it. They don't know any of the facts. And what I was going to say is, is liberal <laughs> liberals are very emotional because they believe that things should just be, but they don't understand that the government is manipulating them to think that way. And they really don't know what the hell is going on in the world. You couldn't ask them who their senator is, who the, you know, they just know the president and the vice president. That's all they know. That like honestly, I've I've had conversations with many liberals, and they just don't know. I, you ask them one question, just a general question, you know, and they don't know nothing. They don't know hardly anything. And the Republicans are the ones that are actually learning about what's happening with the government, and that's why. Shit, I guess I am a Republican. I you know I never thought that I would be to be flat out honest with you. But I guess I am because the liberals are so, they're, they're the ones coming up with this deceiving plan. They're bringing everybody into it. It's crazy. But could you, would you admit though? I feel like I'm being like a mediator now. Would you admit? <laughs> a mediator that, between me and me? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that, maybe in this instance, that's what they're doing. But would you admit that? Republicans do the same exact thing, just maybe. Not. But they're not. A, well, they would not. They do the same thing because they feel like, well, if you're lying, we're going to lie. Mm-hmm. They do it because of that. They don't do it because they literally have ill intent. Like the deception from that side to literally look at you in your face. That's what I was trying to say about that guy that was having that meeting at the uh, with the government, the representative of Biden, he just literally looked at this government official, smiled and said, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Mm-hmm. Like, like the most evil look, like, oh, the, like the, the smugness. And the, like, I could just feel the energy of the smugness of the, they're evil, they're evil, 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 bad evil. And they're controlling and they set this plan forward. I don't know how mathematically they must have figured it out. You know, like how you do this, the news cycle usually moves in these ways. Like it's all, it's all figured out. But I, you know, I, I wonder sometimes I'm like, is, does talking about it even do anything? 
You know, that like I know between me and you is doing something right now, just between me and you. But is that enough? Are there enough of us out there? I don't I don't think that there are enough of us out there. Well, before this I, thing. I think that there's enough of us out there just not talking. And uh, it's because of how just because like, we're, you were shunned. It, I mean, yeah. try not to wear your mask in a store or wear your mask in a store and just pull it down a little bit like like. Just have it, but don't have it on over your face and your nose. And people will steer away from you. I've seen people literally see that on me and turn around. I did it just as a social experiment, just to see what would happen if I did it. But it was crazy. They're deathly afraid. The people are so scared. Yeah, and it's not even just action. It's, uh, you know, you're not allowed to have an opinion anymore, which is just... It's absolutely terrible because I don't feel like you can have any true progress when there's no, you're not allowed to question anything. You're not allowed to uh, have an opinion, not allowed to talk about anything. And, you know, that's completely against what science is supposed to be about. It's science is questioning, having a hypothesis and then questioning everything about it, but you're not exactly. allowed to do that. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to wait to get the first shot? before the FDA, like you don't, you want the FDA to approve it before you get the first shot, but people got the shot before the FDA approved it. Now, after so many people got the shot, wasn't the FDA kind of a little bit hamstring to say like, all right, uncle, uncle, too many people already vaccinated. All right, all right FDA approved. Like it was a little bit of that, wasn't it? Yeah. And you know, one, the one thing that these last few years have, including leading up to the uh, election, uh, even before COVID, when I've become more, you know, aware of some things and there's just so much you have to learn. But uh, it's funny that you've brought up the FDA a couple of times. Uh, I've just started to do some research on them um, and their approval doesn't even mean as much as you would think it, it does. Uh, roughly 31% of approved drugs that, that they approve actually 31 percent of them so a third of the drugs that they approve right around a third end up causing some type of adverse reaction um within an average of 4.2 years later so 4.2 years after a drug is approved by the fda uh 31 percent of the time that drug has to be recalled or something because it turns out oh this is causing cancer oh this is doing this to somebody. So their approval doesn't mean as much as it used to. They actually don't do their own tests and trials, which most people would think that's what they do. What happens is Pfizer wants to get a vaccine approved. Pfizer does their own studies, does their own trials, sends a report into the FDA. The FDA reviews that report and then signs off on whether that vaccine is approved. Yeah, they're moving at a snail's pace, bro. Like everybody, the media needs to move at TikTok speed. Like the media needs to move at TikTok speed. Like it's all too slow. I don't know what, like, it's all too slow. By the time, but like you were saying, even by the time the stats that you just said, now the stats have already changed, right? Like just by a little bit, but like, you see what I'm saying? You gotta do the stats quicker and quicker and quicker so that, and definitely don't give anything out before the FDA approved it. But that literally happened, but nobody's talking about it. Why is anybody talking about that? Why yeah. isn't that a big deal? And now 
we and 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 when you start to tie in because I've been skeptic like from the get go, and number one reason is because it shut down my business and I had to decide. All right, do I keep my business? Because remember, it was only supposed to be for two weeks. Remember that? Remember, it was mm-hmm. a two-week shutdown. The entire planet, two weeks. Everybody yeah. take a two-week break. Right? The entire planet. Was, wasn't it the entire planet or the entire USA, which is like still unheard of, but I think it was the entire planet. It was two-week break. country I know of uh, had some type of shutdown. Yeah, whether it was at the same time. It wasn't at the same time, but everybody took their own two-week break to mm-hmm. slow the spread. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I, I I meant, like, like, follow the whole thing down, right? They, like, everybody took it as a vacation, right? Everybody just was like, okay, Netflix, all right, family time, unplug. What a perfect time to roll this uh, initiative out. What a perfect time. Two weeks. We got two weeks. They got Netflix. They're with their families. They're unplugging. Perfect. Well, look, and here's, here's what it is. Like, so you have your opinion. I have my opinion. And then, you know, Freddie, Sally, Drew, everyone's got their own opinion. Uh, the, in my opinion, these two things are the two best things people can do, not only for COVID, but just in general moving forward. One is find a new source that you trust. For you, it's Alex Jones. For no, me, no, 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 wait. I didn't Wars. say, I, InfoWars, but I didn't get to the ones. You asked me how many I had. I just want to clarify that because okay, I don't wait, want people you. to think that I only follow one source. Oh. I listen to a multitude. Yeah, I yeah, listen yeah. to CNN just to see what they're saying. And like, that, I listen to all of them because I want to gain my own truth. There's only one way to gain your own truth is to listen to all of them and then make an educated decision, a hypothesis about who it is. The other one is breaking points. And then uh, and then the one that I really like that I that I know is legitimate is uh is uh uh The Hill Rising. Okay, I've never heard it's of it. It's based out of California. It's the Hill Rising. And there's one girl there in particular, her name is Kim Iverson. Mm-hmm. Uh shout out to Kim. Uh that is the one that basically convinced me that she she used to be also liberal, same as you, same as me, and that the rug has been moved so that all the Republicans, or, well, so that everybody's seen as a Republican on this side, and then and then the liberals have a ginormous scale. We only had this little much. We got to fit the Republicans in because. Because this is Trump and this is the line, right? And then, right? And then there's only, a, right? So th- that's, and then, but they have a big one. Like how, that's not fair. And that's, the, you said the hill what? The hill rising? Yeah, the hill rising or the rising hill. No, it's the hill rising. Yeah. Just, do Kim, just do Kim Iverson. To be honest with you, I, I would listen to her. There's another guy on there and he's like the main co-host and he battles her. So it's cool because he's, uh uh democratic and she's well she used to be democratic mm-hmm. but now she's basically republican and mm-hmm. it's so interesting i don't know what what other uh factions there are it's just it's republican independent and that one right and then there's a, there was another one that somebody said that they were i want to sound smart in politics and i'm not smart in politics to be honest with you i never even wanted to 
listen to any of it until all this affected my business and shut me down. And then I started to question everything like, well, this doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. How come that one's open, but this one's not open? How can Costco be open? That's got to be the biggest germ area ever, you know, with the shopping carts and the amount of stuff to come in from everywhere. But I got to shut down my small business that everybody comes to that we all kind of know. Like that didn't make any sense. So that's when I knew I was like, there's something up with this COVID thing. And I've been a COVID skeptic ever since the get go. My One of my producers, Matt, well, he's the only producer, but my producer, Matt, uh, he, you know, he wasn't following it. It didn't affect him the way that it affected me. And he battles me bad on, on you know, my stance, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, and it happens, my mom, get the vaccine. And I'm like, mom, why'd you get the vaccine? But I can't tell her, don't get the vaccine. She already got the vaccine, right? Like, right? The people that get the vaccine think that what they got bamboozled is what happened. Well, at least we don't know yet. We, we, do, we do not know yet. But uh, here, here is what, where I was going also. So, yes, have the the. Uh, new sources that you trust obviously if as you said it's great to go listen to fox news cnn all these other ones uh just to see where everyone's coming from if you are trusting cnn or fox news or any of those as your trust you're a moron (laughs) yeah you're not getting you're getting lied to that that's what yeah yeah. Uh, the one person i will shout out uh that i've been really following i've followed him for years and years but i've out of all of the people i followed uh, for health, which is all, what I'm about. So I had a lot of trusted sources. He has time and time again, like just come out on top, like haven't seen him lie once. Uh, not really. Glenn Greenwald? No, it is uh, the model health show, Sean Stevenson. Uh, he's actually got the top health podcast uh, in the country. Uh, I would very much encourage everyone to go listen to him. All he does is just drop uh Sean year, with a S H S H A W N or S H A W N. Stevenson. Yeah, with an F or with a PH. With a V. See? See that there's so many different ways you could do both of those names, by the way. So you can Yeah, you probably should spell that out for him. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh yeah, so so Sean Stevenson, that's Sean S H A W N Stevenson. That's Steve with a V. And then just putting a N S O N at the end. Uh, again, he is, I highly encourage everyone to go listen to him. He just, all the studies he puts out, he, you know, uh, or talks about, he makes sure they're all legitimate studies. Every fact he puts out, he makes sure it's coming from a legitimate source, but on top of having your own trusted news sources, um, just, just get healthy. Like <laughs> that's what it comes down to when 95% of the people that have died, uh, whether it's, of COVID or with COVID have had at least one underlying health condition. The average is four. That means people that are dying are not healthy people. Uh, They have, they're uh, obese. They have mental disorders. They have diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, all these things. Do you have have those stats for us? uh, Yeah, those were the stats. Uh, 94.9% of people that uh, die of COVID, I believe it's in this country, have at least one underlying health condition, and uh, on this, this is all from the CDC. That, that's site. called a comor- co- comorbidity, right? Yes, yes, comorbidity. Yeah, I've been learning a lot, and like, 
there's certain words where I was like, what the hell does that even mean? Right. I didn't even know what that meant until I started studying into it. Yeah. yeah. So comorbidity means that, what, what is the definition of comorbidity? So comorbidity is just more than two or more, um, uh, risk factors for death. Got it. Are there any stats on tricomorbidities? Uh, well, uh, like, I don't, I don't is know. Is that a thing? Uh, I th there are actually, I don't know them off the top of my head. So the comorbidities is two or more, uh, but I have seen like, oh, like people that have, I, I don't know the stat, but like up to 10, there's people that have like ridiculous amounts, uh, yeah. like their uh, uh, likelihood of, of surviving if they get COVID. But uh, I wonder, when, when do they have, do they have a stat? I wonder uh, between the ones that have comorbidity and the ones that literally just died from COVID, like that's it. Yeah. Th there's 5.1% of people uh, had no underlying health conditions and, died of, of COVID. I will say the one caveat to that, and I mean, yeah, I can be considered reaching for this is you can be under severe amount of stress and that's not, that might not be considered an underlying health condition. Like that can go overlooked. So you can have, you know, not be the healthiest person. If you're sleeping three hours a night, you're, and then you die of COVID, you may not have had any un underlying health conditions, but you probably weren't healthy because, uh, I agree with that. And it makes total sense. I mean, if you're thinking about like it from if you look at it from that perspective and like what you would want to do with a virus that's sometimes undetectable, right? Some people are is to stress them out. And stress is not listed as an actual symptom. And right when you go to the, the doctor. Well, uh, it is the when you look at the risk factors for uh, death. With COVID, it's actually uh, number two. It's um, stress. So no, stress, stress is a comorbidity. Uh, uh, let me see. Let me see if I can find. They, the I don't think they can label stress as a comorbidity. I no, could be it's wrong. Not, it's not labeled as stress. Let me see if I can find the. Uh, yeah, because stress causes all kinds of different. Uh, uh, you know, it could cause different things. I saw. What, I, I used to date a girl. She got so stressed. Because I was a I was a jerk, she got so stressed that uh, she she got a uh, like an inflamed eyeball like eye lid. She had to get it taken out, and the doctor said that's caused by stress. It's like, yeah, oh I my mean, god, really? Stress is pretty much the catalyst of most most deaths. Uh, yeah, it's, whether it's like even even injuries, it's just stress to a certain uh, area. So oh yeah, I got that. Yeah, stress yeah. fracture. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to find this cause again, it's not, it's not, um, worded as stress, but it, it's, it's something uh, like that. I don't want to mess up the, the verbiage. Um, we can edit this out. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> no, that's that having the stats is interesting, but don't you think we need to have more like TikTok type stats? where it shows the rapidity of it so that at least people see, you know what I mean? Like, like kind of like a chart going up there, there. And, and we'll get into this as soon as you're done looking up that, that, that stat, but, um, the stat of the vaccinated, like the most people vaccinated, like in Singapore and Israel are with the most deaths. How's that? And it shows it like exponentially going up since they got vaccinated. 
Yeah, I've, I've seen that in a few different countries where people that um, have been vaccinated are either testing positive for more or ending up in the hospital more. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very weird. And I'm also starting to get frustrated that I don't have this because uh don't get frustrated brother that's that's just you might get covid now (laughs) (laughs) it's just gonna it's just gonna spontaneously uh combust in your body because you're stressed that's how smart these guys are i'm telling you i'm telling you they got like we need and nobody's talking about it not even the mainstream media about some of these things and they just gloss over it so quickly and move on to the next story right well, okay, it feels like the news go. Well, f- pharmaceutical companies are paying uh, these uh, news outlets lots and lots of money, so it's hard to bash anything that has to do with pharmaceutical companies. That's why you never, you know, I don't know if it's uh, prominent in North Carolina, but up here in the New England area, like the op- opioid epidemic is crazy. Like the amount of people that are teenagers that are dying of drug overdoses that started because of being prescribed drugs that probably shouldn't even be legal or prescribed and uh you never hear anything about it and it's that's the exact reason why do you want to know where the majority i think like 90 percent of the uh, opioids come from where's that afghanistan uh, now, see if so see now if you start to tie all of it in and you add that little puzzle piece because all you can do is just oh puzzle piece you put it on the board afghanistan and our withdrawal from afghanistan gave basically gave afghanistan to china so now all of the opioids are going to be sent to china which i guess that's a good thing for us because now unless they made some kind of deal that i'm sure they made some kind of deal Right? I mean, they had to have made some kind of deal. They don't. You don't just leave Afghanistan like that if there wasn't some strategy to it. You know what I'm saying? And the way that they did it and the way that they lied to the American public is just I, not, unreal. Not, nothing's clean. That's for sure. No, no matter if the government's involved, nothing's clean. Well, I'll tell you the most sinister part about this whole thing. Oh, well, about the about the withdrawal from Afghanistan was remember when the uh, uh, military service members were uh, they they had a bomb explode at the at the airport in Kabul mm-hmm. and thirteen service members died. Uh, the retaliation from our government was to send a drone strike back to kill whoever was responsible for. Right. And then they went out and said that, yes, uh, we hit our target and you know, we'll let you know the details, you know, later. Well, it turns out the details are they hit a family of 10 and nine of their family members died. The guy that they were tracking, who was actually an Afghan, but he was working for uh the Afghan troops and and all that, and seven of his children. So a family that was living in a house of 10, seven children, 
the mother and the father, I believe it's the mother and the father. I don't know who the survivor member is. One survived. That's who they bombed. And where did you see that? Where do you see that? Oh, I mean, that's incredibly common with these, uh, these drone, drone strikes. Yeah. That's what I hear. And that's, but that's before I started to even get into any of this stuff. Like, it's just so evil. Like, how can, how can we not just rise up as an entire nation? You know why? Because we are not educated on this subject matter. They're educating us on other subject matters. They're distracting us with being a celebrity, being a this, while they control the world. And that's why. And then, uh, and, then, and then when you start to look into it in your adulthood, you look like a conspiracy theorist like me right now. <laughs> right? It, well, what's funny is a lot of the, and I, I did find the wording, by the way, I'll say it, but uh, yeah. a lot of these, you know, conspiracy theories uh, a year and a half ago that people were shouting out have, you know, a lot of them have come true, which, uh, but now, you know, you're not a... Name the ones. Name the ones, the conspiracy theory. I'll name one. Epstein Island. That was a conspiracy long ago, right? What was another conspiracy? Well, that, I mean, that, 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 the lab leak. That's another one. Yep. The lab leak conspiracy theory. Turns out, you know, Fauci's still denying it. But of course, they're going to deny it and deny it and deny it until the grave. Because you know why? Because they are compromised. They're being, they're being uncled. They're being mm -hmm. uncled. You, Fauci's just a puppet. Biden's just a puppet. Kamala's just a puppet. All these world leaders are just puppets. They are not actually being controlled. They are compromised. They have to do what they say or else the acts that they have committed will come out to fruition. And then now you're really screwed. Or you think so. I think they're screwed already no matter what because you're already working for the, you know, the evil side. I don't even want to say his name, you know, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, you know, it's yeah, anyone really in government, as Joe Rogan always likes to say, like, you know, anyone who, like who actually wants to run for president, like who actually wants that job? It's it's the most stressful job there is. Like half the country is going to hate you automatically. You're not even going to be in charge. Yes, exactly. But uh, so the wording is not stress. It's anxiety and fear related disorder. Orders. So that was the second biggest risk factor for death uh, w w concerning to COVID, anxiety and fear-related disorders, fear-related disorders, which is essentially just saying uh, mental stress. So, and of course, all the news media wants to do is fear-monger and create uh, fear, which is then just making people unhealthy and more susceptible to falling victim to COVID, which is just kind of ironic. Uh, it's not ironic. It's the perfect plan. I've been saying this, you know, like, and I, and I only, to, to, to be honest with you, uh, I had my own experience where with this and something else and it came together for me. I won't go into that. So that's why I know it's the perfect plan. Look, they look you right in your face and they smile and they lie to you. Like, it's the most sinister thing because as a human species, as a, as, as a people, we want to trust other individuals. If, you're, if you have all these degrees, blah, 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 and, and you're telling us all this stuff, but if you go back and watch Fauci in different interviews and see how he's one person in this one and one person in another one and another person in this one and another person in that one, it's just unreal. 
how the I don't want to say the public. I don't know what do you, what what do people think about Fauci and the job he's done and all that. I believe just more and more it's becoming the overwhelming majority that don't trust him. The problem is there's always going because of this political divide and this commitment to a certain party, there's always going to be close to 50% of people that even if they don't trust him will just publicly say that uh, they trust him and he's still their hero, as everyone was saying last year. Um, yeah, I mean, that was of that unbelievable. Commitment to the party. And it's there's no commitment to actual health, because if there was, if there's actually an interview from 2018, someone asking Fauci about, uh, I, I don't know if it was respiratory viruses or just infectious diseases, and he was dropping the facts of what he should have been dropping, which is, okay, well, hey, get sleep, get exercise, get some sunlight. Uh, you haven't heard a peep uh, about that in the last year and a half, because it's all about stuff that actually doesn't make anyone healthy. It's just putting a Band-Aid on a, uh, on a bullet wound. Uh, well, and, then, and then think about this also. Like, would it, if you were Fauci, right? Like, you get asked to do these interviews. Like, it's not like... Uh, it, it, you know, wouldn't you, if you're Fauci, if you were just a regular person, after a year and a half of saying what you're saying, and you're saying the same thing on multiple stations, multiple times, multiple times a week, wouldn't you be tired of saying the exact same thing? But no, he's not saying the exact same thing. So that's why he has to go on TV. He has to go on TV to change the narrative, because now the narrative has changed. So he's being controlled and be like, all right, now you got to get up there and say that. All right, get back down here. Yeah, he did all right. Now you got to get back up there and say that. He's being controlled just like everybody, like just like everybody else that's in that administration. Everybody that's in that, it, anybody that's in the world that has done evil is compromised, you know, by the devil one way or the other. And the number one way to control the entire population is to do it at the at the government level. It's crazy. I know. We're waiting for Neo. Where's Neo? It still comes it, it comes down to like I said, finding actual trusted news sources, trying to and that's good, the hardest thing because people are have such a hard time being objective, but doing that and just taking self-accountability for yourself and your own health because re relying on a vaccine to make to keep you healthy when it's just as you see oh not now they're pushing boosters but now there's some pushback of whether they're needed or not that's showing that the vaccine whether it's effective or not or whether it's healthy or not it's just showing it's not actually going to make you healthy it's just putting a band-aid on a on a bullet room it's only temporary you have to go out and make yourself healthy and stop relying on the government stop relying on someone else to get the vaccine to make you healthy. That's not how you get healthy. That's not how you keep yourself safe. It's by, you know, putting the work in in the gym, making healthy nutrition choices, sleeping, and just taking accountability for your own life and health. And that's honestly the biggest message I've been trying to push in this last six months. It's not about whether you should get the vaccine or not. It's whether you do or not actually make the choices in your life to make yourself health healthy so you don't have to worry as much about whether it's COVID or anything else out there. Don't you think the masks are like a subliminal message so that we don't talk about it? Like, think about it. 
put on a mask. We don't see your mouth. We don't see your facial expression. You can't even yell for help, right? Especially if kids are wearing them. Like, think about it. If kids are wearing masks, you can't see their facial expressions, their eyebrows maybe, right? And I'm, and I'm going broad there into the child trafficking section of the conspiracy theory, you know. But um, don't you think that it is a kind of a uh, subliminal message so that you don't, you don't want this conversation happening around a dinner table when you're just trying to enjoy your dinner, right? You don't want this conversation. So... You don't talk about it. Same as why you don't tell anybody who you vote for. I always thought that was a stupid rule. Why? Why? Why can't I tell this person <laughs> yeah. who, I, who I voted for? You know? Why is that impolite? Yeah, to tell people who you voted for. But it was. It was impolite. You're not allowed to. Uh, who made up that rule? Uh, this, you know, the one sinister behind. Let's make up a, a rule that makes zero sense and they'll fall for it for sure. But the masks are kind of a subliminal message. They don't really do anything. I mean, I mean, for God's sakes, you got the vaccine. We need the mask for it. You don't need the mask, you know. It's yeah. I look. There's obviously, and I think even but I would, I was gonna say even people on the left would agree. I don't. Uh, they won't publicly agree, but a lot of the educated ones made, will. The educated ones would. A lot, a lot of decisions that have been made haven't been made with um, complete science behind it. a lot of which, in, in fairness, like this is this is something that is new. Obviously, COVID-19 and the severity, obviously, we've had other SARS viruses, but the severity, this is new. So a lot of it was guessing in the beginning. But even since then, there's, you know, rules being put in place that have nothing behind it other than just some people, certain governors in certain states just looking for more power, certain ones just trying to make the choice that they think will get them reelected again and most people will approve. So there's definitely been a lot of choices made that have nothing behind it. Um, I'm not going to say every single one is, but there's no doubt about it that some choices have been, there's nothing behind those choices. Like uh, in California, when they banned outdoor dining, there's zero evidence that anything outdoors was, unless it was like a massive, massive event, was spreading COVID, and yet they were, um, they shut that down. Meanwhile, one of the people that voted to shut it down, I don't know if you remember this story, uh, hours later was seen dining outdoors at a, <laughs> at a restaurant. Well, not only that, but Gavin Newsom made the uh, elite Hollywood made them uh, uh, a uh, essential service, yep. just like a hospital worker. So Hollywood people it, and, and Hollywood sets with outside dining could do their movies right next door to shut down restaurants that couldn't have outside dining. Right? That if you don't if you can't tell me that that's the devil looking right at you and smiling from ear to ear as big as can be, like come on, bro. How does that make any sense at all? None. The opposite. The opposite. It is so stupid. You have to laugh. If I was them and I was getting away with what I was getting away with, I'd be laughing too, I guess. I would. I'd be laughing too. It's so stupid. We're right over here. <laughs> we're, 
We're dining outside and your business is going under and your fortune is going under while we're still able to make as much money as we want. And we already have as much money as we need. We don't even need any more money. We're Hollywood. This is just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, Gav, Gavin Newsom is, is one of those. Yeah, all you can see, he's one of those special ones. That's that's for sure. He's he's, oh, yeah, he's up there. He's up there, boy. He's, he's doing. He's he's yeah. He's batting a pretty high percentage for his team. If you know what I mean. Yeah. You let know. Me, and, let me ask you this though. Uh, just please. to try, because again, I always like to not just talk about something, but then try to find. The facts, because that's the only way to prove to anybody that you know what you're talking about. I get it. But but solutions, and even if it's just solutions. So we've been uh, talking about a lot how you know, co like the vaccines. You know whether they are the efficacy rate is as high as it is, whether they're necessary or not. Mass all this, uh, based on everything you've said, whether it's an opinion or not. What can people do to? And you can take this in any direction you want. In your opinion, what can people do to, um, you know, prevent themselves from actually getting COVID? Or maybe if you don't want to go there because you don't think it's as big of a deal, what can they do so we don't end up in a, the situation where we're going, where we're giving uh, the powers that be such an incredible amount of control over our lives? Just wherever you want to take this, like what solution could you provide to people to start taking uh, to the problems that you think there are? Well, I, I, I don't have a solution for sure, like, but I do have an anti-solution, not an anti-solution, but an anti, because here's what, here's what evil wants. Evil wants you, the good person, which I'm, you know, I'm assuming me and you are the good team, right? We're the ones that are the good team. The evil wants us to argue with each other. Ah, no, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. Right. They want us to do that. That's that's the, the number one thing they want us to do. So with approaching the matter. And that's what's and that's why they did it so good, because like, how are you going to talk to somebody that already got the jab and say you shouldn't have gotten the jab? Like you're not going to be able to extract that liquid out from their body. Right. So now maybe the spiritual force in this whole thing is to get the vaccine and say, I got the jab too. Now I'm on your team, but hold on now. I don't want to get the boosters. That would actually be a way to combat it because if you're spiritual and you, and I actually, I, a podcast, uh, somebody else said this, I'm saying, I'm paraphrasing what they said. His spiritual battle was, he didn't believe he needed it because, you know, he believes that God is holy and you shouldn't, have to get anything extra from uh, humans who are not holy, right? So he said, I went ahead and got it based on the fact that I thought my faith would carry me through it. And I think that, that maybe that's what us anti-vaxxers probably need to just do is to go ahead and get the vaccine. And it's almost like uh, kamikaze style, you know what I mean? It's almost kamikaze. And there's some element of poetry to that. To be honest with you, I think that that's probably the only thing that we could do to solve it is all of us anti-vaxxers run as fast as we can and get the jab, one jab, so that now we are on their team. Now we're on your team. I got the jab. But you see these 
bumps or this lump on my neck or I don't know, whatever happens, at least you could be like, I got it. I'm on your team to have the even to even start the conversation. What are your thoughts? My thoughts on that is I agree. It would start the conversation. The problem, the problem is, uh, and that's not like we've all uh, swapped sides is, uh, as you've said, the goalpost has keep has kept moving. So even though there seems to be less approval rating just amongst the general population of getting boosters, at least uh, at this uh, stage, once it's pushed hard, oh, we need boosters, we need boosters. You know, it'd be cool is if an ant if there was a big campaign for an anti-vaxer to go get just the booster. I no, I don't want them other two early ones because those don't work anymore. I want the booster, and. I don't know, kind of like uh, a little bit like, uh, like uh, what's that? The Truman Show, you know, follow him around for a little bit and see what happens. And I don't know, like a sacrificial lamb. That sounds horrific. I didn't mean to even say that. But you know what I mean? Like that would be brave to be like an anti-vaxxer, a political, somebody that has a platform to be like, I went and got the booster, you know, took one for the team sort of thing. That's what Bill Maher said, you know? He's like, I didn't want to get the vaccine, but I did it because I, I wanted to take one for the team. And now he is being seen as a Republican. Crazy. The most yeah. left, like, media comic ever. Now he's being seen as a Republican. It's crazy. I don't understand it. But that, that's what I'm saying. So even if everyone did get the vaccine and it was just to start the conversation, once, they, once everyone was convinced to get the boosters and then... Uh, Everyone else is like, oh, I don't only want the boost. I only wanted that first shot. Now, well, we got to stop them at some shots because here's the here's the goal of the evil. The goal of the evil. Did I stop you mid sentence? I'm so sorry. No, I, I had like four words left. I said them, but uh, no, oh I said. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I sometimes I get excited. And I jump ahead. No, my, my father hates me for that. Yeah, I said once you're uh, once everyone's getting the boosters, and you said no, you know, I only wanted that first shot. I'm good. Uh, now you're in the same situation as you were with the uh, people that never got vaccines and got one vaccine. So I think while it starts the conversation, it ends the second people start getting the boosters. Yeah, exactly. So that's so we got to be one step ahead of that. Right now, they're they're like literally surfing a wave of one step ahead. And, you know, it just takes a rock right in front of them, something, throw something right in front of it. I'm, I speak in metaphors a lot. I you probably picked that up already, but you know, it's the way that my brain computes things. And maybe that's why I can put this puzzle piece together the way that I've been trying to put it together because I have, it's not like I, I never wanted COVID. I didn't, I didn't uh, want it to shut down. I don't want this to shut down the world or anything. It just, it started to take on this thing that is literally ruined my life. At, you know, financially, you know, I took away, you know, my finances, which is what you need. And, uh, ah, man, yeah, it, it just, I'm like emotional about it, to be honest with you. Like, I'm like mad and angry, but I can't go and scream it to anybody. So I scream it to you, somebody that's actually willing to listen and to follow and make up their own mind. And it's so refreshing. And it's, to be honest with you, it's the only thing that's kept me. I started this podcast because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Just to talk about COVID. 
<laughs> Apparently, because it comes up on every single conversation, you know, because, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Do you want to talk about your business at all? <laughs> <laughs> you want to uh, just plug it plug your business what do you do how does it go let's so, get that in there my business is healthy movement blueprint that's healthy movement blueprint i am an in-person and online uh, fitness trainer specializing in uh the pain-free performance movement and mobility side not while i do help people you know lose fat gain muscle it's mainly about just having their bodies move better, feel better. I work with uh, a wide variety of people, but my main demographic is people who work desk jobs that have back pain. And uh, the reason why I knew COVID was going to get brought up because I listened to a couple of your episodes and uh, a lot of, some of them were during the episode. Some of them was at the very end, but um, obviously being someone that's in the health and fitness industry, and I do help people with as I was talking about before, nutrition choices and sleep. Um, obviously, I think people that actually know what they're doing in my industry are vital right now when people, you know, their health is determining whether they end up in the hospital or not because of COVID or like this is a, this really is a pandemic on the unhealthy. And so I've been trying to hop on a few uh, podcast episodes, not just to talk about COVID like we are, but just to uh, not only get people to understand, Hey, you know, hiring some type of, whether it's a trainer like myself or a dietitian or, you know, anyone that can help you get healthier, uh, do it. If you're not healthy, it's worth the investment because at the end of the day, like I was saying before, the vaccine is just a band aid. If COVID is never going away, which, you know, it probably is, it doesn't seem like it's going away. Especially Who cares? Now. All these other bacteria and viruses are still around us and exactly. we just build up natural immunity to them. You're right, because you are a healthy human being. Exactly, exactly. So um, instead of just relying on a vaccine and a few booster shots, uh, why not actually take the step of not just putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound, but then getting that bullet wound fixed and fixing your health. So uh, that was my small pitch. Again, you can find me. Uh, uh, my name is Boomer Peralt. That's my Facebook page, Boomer, B-O-O-M-E-R, Peralt. Well, uh, they didn't name you Boomer. What is that's your nickname, isn't it? Uh, so funny enough, uh, it's my legal name, but it was not my birth-given name. It was a nickname. Do you follow football? Yeah. Yeah, so Boomer Esiason. Boom. Um, uh, yeah, I, I didn't mean to say it like that. <laughs> that sounded corny. I didn't mean to say it like that. But no, the, the reason was uh, the Bengals were my uh, younger brother's uh, favorite football team. Mine's the Saints. So I, uh, so yeah, Boomer Siason and Icky Woods and the Icky Shuffle. Yeah. So. Yeah. I had uh, I had the same when I had hair back in the day. Uh, we had the same hair. I'm I'm lefty, so my dad gave me the nickname Boomer when I was. I don't know, maybe four or five years old. And then a few years ago, I was like, you know what? I, I like it. And I got my name legally changed to Boomer. So, yes, nice, that, bro. that is well, my legal name. And maybe that maybe you can boom out some information about, you know, how look the health thing. Yes. But that's a long term thing. I guess what we're talking about is like, how do we help like now? Because we do know that it's moving so fast into this whole thing. I mean, it, we got to stop it at least at the third shot, don't we? Or do we have four quarters for this whole thing, this battle? 
Well, I mean, as far as when we stop the shots, uh, I'm assuming right. because the pharmaceutical companies are, you know, have so much pull, uh, their plan is to never stop them. But uh, as far as you're saying the long-term play, but if you think about it, if back when this first started, if Fauci and all those people that had a voice were preaching, hey, get some vitamin D, hey, actually go not don't lock yourself in the house get outside yeah lock uh, yourself in the house where the virus can actually get you yeah yeah and then yeah. when you go back outside you got yeah. the virus and you're spreading it so I mean, yeah. it's just unbelievable so if they, if they were preaching about how to get healthy uh right it's been a year and a half that that could be considered the long-term play a lot of people could already be healthy but in fact the opposites happen and we are even more unhealthy because people did sit inside they stopped people that were working out stopped working out uh more people resorted to fast food as their food choices and ordering in uh not making healthy options um obviously the the mental side of things has gotten worse so uh you know whether it's the long-term play or short-term play you have to start at some point so why not start today um yeah no i couldn't i couldn't agree more i did not mean to uh like uh I didn't mean to say that, hey, it's not going to work, that it's yeah, yeah. like long term. Like, I just, I'm so, I'm just so frustrated. You, you know, like you asked me just a second ago, what can you do? Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, it, I didn't want to say, I don't think there's anything we can do. Like, it's out of our control. The more people talk about it, the more it gets covered up with another story and another story and another story. And nobody's really throwing a wrench into it. I guess I got to call upon my, your, our guys, you know, like your guy. What was his name? Sean Stevenson. Yeah, I flipped the page. That's why I couldn't find him. Uh, yeah, Sean Stevenson. And we got to find my, guy, my guys, Breaking Points and The Hill Rising. And you like Breaking Points? Yeah, I just started listening to them. Uh, I probably listened to four episodes. I picked well, one Breaking up. Points is pretty new. The Hill Rising is where Breaking Points came from. Okay. So their news is not as quick. It's not as fast. Like the Hill Rising has already covered it like 18 hours before them. I've just been on a mad dash of news because like I'm, I'm literally trying to stay on these. And I guarantee... You talk to any of these, uh, I just wonder how you get these guys to talk about these conspiracy things and tie it all in together without sounding like a loon. <laughs> uh, it's, you know? uh, I mean, you just have, you have the people, depending on how you talk, that's what it really comes down to. Because I think a lot of people, obviously Alex Jones has, uh, just bringing back to the InfoWars, has uh, made a few suggestions that were, you know, he shouldn't have said, and he's taken back and apologized. But even the ones that have come true, which is a lot of what he says, to be honest, is true. The problem is just the way he speaks is he's so energetic, and it like it just almost comes off as like a, a crazy lunatic. But then, well, yeah. it is entertainment, and he does oh, sell yeah. stuff 100%. on there, so he is trying to make money. But he is trying to make money. It's almost like a nonprofit where he's trying to make money to be able to have the resources and the eyes out there. He's got a big team, like he's got mm -hmm. a a big production team and a you know, he's not doing all the research all on his own. Oh, for, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where if he could just like, and again, it's, you have to play, you know, with the balance of, you know, because he is, has the personality energy he does, 
it definitely creates more buzz and makes him more popular, but then it just fuels the fire for the other side, just making him look a bit more crazy. So if you had yeah. something that could be just sound more rational, they could say the same things, but just sound more relaxed and calm and uh, just more rational. Uh, they might not be as popular, but uh, that's how you get everything that Alex Jones is saying that is correct uh, across without sounding like a crazy conspiracy theorist. Well, here's how you sound like another crazy person. Not a conspiracy theorist, but a crazy person. You want me to tell you how? You okay. sound like that whenever you say, well, I'm just going to put all my faith in Jesus. Like, that sounds crazy to people. People look at you like they're like, all right, all right, come on, give me a real solution. No, that is the solution. And that, and I, hey, sorry, my dogs. One dog bit another dog. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so faith and Jesus and the Bible and all of that, a lot of people are running away from it. I was a runaway from it until... I had the experience that I talked about to you, to you about before. I didn't talk to you about it, but I told you I had an experience. And then mixing in what's happening now with the experience led me to understand the world better. And I just, I follow the faith now, you know, after I used to be also like mocking the faith. I remember, you know, People would, uh, when I, in my younger, well, even until I had my experience, until my spiritual awakening is what I want to call it, my Jesus moment, my, I, I'm not enlightened yet. I'm not saying that, but like, I believe in the Lord now and I pray and like it, and it feels like sometimes that's the only thing you can do is just have faith that it's going to be okay and not concentrate, just lead a life that like the kind of life that you're trying to lead, you know, just work out, be good, do good things. And then it'll just eventually work out. Right. Maybe we're making mountains out of molehills. You know what I mean? If you're just trying to go in the right path, it's all going to work itself out eventually. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe yep. it's not an argument at all. Right. Like maybe it's not a, a, a conversation at the table because all you do is just say, well, I believe it's all going to work out because I'm a good human. And that, and that, maybe that's all you have to say. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, conversations like that would definitely be a lot less. Right. Now you sound like a crazy person, right? You don't, you don't bring any stats with it. What, what would you say? No, what I'm it? saying uh, it would, there would be a lot less arguments with uh, conversations yeah. like that because uh, instead, instead of coming with uh this, that, yeah, like some people might say, oh, like, that's crazy. Like, what do you mean putting your, your faith in God? Uh, and, but by the way, I'm actually uh, agnostic. So, you know, I don't believe nor not not believe. But uh, I have if someone says, oh, like, I'm just going to put my faith in God. Um, I, have, I have no problem with someone saying that. But of course, there are people that do. But when you have when you don't bring anything other than that to the table, no facts, opinions, anything like that. I think it's definitely less argumentative and there could be more people that get behind that. Okay. Oh yeah. I respect that. And, uh, you know, whether that pushes the needle one way or the other, I don't know, but, uh, I, I have no problem with that type of, uh, viewpoint. 
Well, uh, so can I ask a, per a personal question about that, what you just said? Of course. Uh, were you always agnostic? Like, and, 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 and can you define what agnostic is? So, so I have a clear idea of what it so is for me. What I mean by that is I like atheist is, I guess, if you want to call it a religion, it's the original, uh, that there is no God, then there's, you know, believing in God. And then agnostic is sort of in the middle. I'm not saying that he doesn't, that no God exists. But I'm not saying I believe one. I just don't know that that that's what I say when I'm agnostic. And so uh, have I always been uh, in my adult life? Yes. When I was younger, I believed in God, but it was more so because I was taught to believe in God. I was sent to religious education class. So it was it was nothing I ever put thought into. It was just so oh, was like, it sent, was it a, was it a bad experience you had with the. Uh, OK. No, no, there, there was no experience. It was just, again, I was sent to those classes. So it was just something like uh, you're taught, you know, you're. But you, you know. didn't believe. So the, so it wasn't positive warning. Those classes were like, just like blah. Like yeah, whenever exactly. you went. Yeah. yeah. So I just, and then as I actually, it was just literally something I never thought about. It was just God exists. I never thought about it. But yeah, I was, I was younger, but then as I got older, then there was one point I started calling myself an atheist, like, oh, doesn't exist. But again, that was when you're in like your older teenage dumb years where all my opinions were just stupid and I didn't have anything behind them. And then when I started to get a bit older, you know, 21, 22, and I actually started to think about things, uh, that's when I was like, oh, you know, it's possible a God exists. It's also possible one doesn't exist. So I'm not going to believe uh, one way or the other. I'm just going to say, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I remember I had a really uh, spiritual moment, not the one that, not the other one that I had, but the one that I had when I was a kid. I went to a movie theater and uh, we had had, uh, I, I went to like this uh, Baptist church where they were uh, speaking in tongues. Have you ever heard of that? Mm. So they they speak in tongues. There's like a, a portion of the church. Everybody stands up and they're like, okay, now use your Holy Spirit to like uh, speak in the word that the Lord gave you, right? And then everybody's speaking in a different language. Like it, it just sounds like I could describe it. It sounds like it'd be like 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 a hundred different channels in different speaking voices coming together mm -hmm. so you can understand it sounded horrific yep. right to like me when i was a kid and i was like i was cowering i was like scared of what that what i was scared of it so that pushed me away then like a little later, I went to a movie theater and you know, when the lights go off and it's like completely dark, mm -hmm. immediately into my brain, a seven years old, I thought, what if this is what it's like when you die? And then I was like, I, w I was so scared. I was like, no, this can't be what it is because I've heard stories. My, I grew up Catholic. My mom used to come to my bedside 
tell me the Catholic story, and then I would go to sleep. You know, she told me these all these stories. I was like, well, that's got to go on and on forever, right? And when 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 I got back home after the movie, I, I questioned my parents. I was like, what's Catholicism? And why don't they like, you know, Jewish people? Or why is Jewish different than Hindu? Or why? So I started to get a real early knowledge of why why one religion was that and another religion was this. And I got into my brain that all religions are essentially good. I mean, they're all basically just trying to say the same things, mm-hmm. act good, and you will get good, you know? And uh, I just could never see it not being anything whenever you and I and you are something now. And like, you are something now, so how could there not be everything or anything? Does that make sense? Maybe. Is there another Me- way meaning, could- meaning, if you don't think of God as a person, but if you think of God as yourself mm-hmm. and you think of your body as your temple, right? And every living cell within you as your spirit, your Holy Spirit and your, your own universe. If your own body was your own universe, then you would be God of your universe, right? You decide if you get the pimple on the right ear. You decide if, you know, you scratch this too much. You decide, like, you treat your, so your own body. But then everybody has control of their own temple, right? We all have control of our own bodies, right? You're exercise man, like, you treat it right. You are God of your body, of yourself. And then if you think it backwards then everybody is God, like an energy. It, but it doesn't have to necessarily be a person that's standing up there like, it's not that, well, I don't know that, right? I don't know that it's not a person. I could get up there and be like, I thought it was an energy and now you're a person. I could say that, but the feeling is that if you take care of yourself, spiritually and uh, uh, physically, then you're doing good. You know what I mean? That's the purpose of life, right? The Mm -hmm. purpose of life is to take care of yourself spiritually and healthy-wise. Well, how do you take yourself, how do you take care of yourself spiritually, you as an agnostic? Or is that even an option? yeah, I mean, it's, I guess now you're just going back to what words you're using. Cause like spiritually for me could also, you could just replace the word spiritually with emotionally. Uh, and from that standpoint, it's, you know, meditation, it's making sure you spend time with people that you love. Um, you know, th- those are probably, probably the main two ones. I, and then stuff like any, like, any physical activity to me, honestly, is great for my emotional health as well. Like 
when I have an insanely like hard, difficult workout and I get through it, like that actually does more for me mentally and emotionally than it does physically. Um, so, so things like that. Uh, I don't know if that's what you would consider spiritually, uh, yeah. at least first two. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I would consider that spiritually for 100% sure. And I'm not at, like an expert in spirituality or anything like that. I just, you know, I just don't. Here's what I think could happen to somebody like you. People that don't necessarily believe one way or the other could be easily pray for the ones and then you get scooped up into that side of belief. Because in all honesty, there's only good and there's only bad. And the USA is exactly representing that right now. There's only blue and there's only red, right? Blue is lying, you know, because red usually means negative, a little bit negative, I guess, more negative than blue, right? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to tie in the symbolism there, but I wish it was black or white, but it's not that way, you know, like, but good and evil is, is a constant in the universe. It's always going to be there. Well, I don't know if it's always going to be there, but it's there for a purpose. I'm getting off track. I'm, I'm getting off track because I'm now, because now I start to talk about universes and all this stuff. Like, I don't know if you want to go all that way down <laughs> the rabbit hole of me. <laughs> It's, well, this is generally what happens when you have conversations like this. Is yeah, yeah, it's very easy. Like, yeah, like even the way you were just describing it, like how, like oh, like you could have like the the God and the Holy Spirit and everything like in your own body, and, like everyone has like that. Like you can take that so many different ways, and just uh, that, that's oh, why yeah. things like this tend to uh, again, you end up talking about you know some random cat video you saw on YouTube, and it started with talking about do you believe in God because it, it could just tail off into so many different ways. Um, again, I'll say just to, uh, say it again is I like have no issue with people that have like some sort of belief. I think even though there has been bad that's come from religion, I think a lot of great things as well have, has come from people believing in a religion or believing in a God. And there's probably, I probably live my way, my life in more of a, religious way uh at least following like the principles of a religion than a lot of people who claim to believe in a god or religion do so oh, yeah absolutely yeah no, no there's no record like there's no comparison between somebody you call yourself agnostic because you just don't know and that's that's an honest assessment as a as a soul to be like well i just don't know right mm -hmm. that's the same way you don't get the vaccine well i just don't know you know, yeah. like you're you're like a little skittish. You're a new soul in this world. You have to be a new soul in this world. And mm -hmm. no, you are specifically, I think. Yeah. All right. Because I'm a new soul in this world, too. And I'm trying to figure it all out, too. Mm -hmm. no, that was, no, that was all I was going to say. No, no. <laughs> that, that's also why. And again, just to bring it more to uh, my my neutral opinions on a lot of things, that's also why um, I'm saying, yeah, I don't want to get it because I don't know. And also, I trust, talking about the vaccine, 
because I trust my body, but also that's why I'm not willing to go as far as you are with saying, you know, don't get the vaccine. Cause I also don't know, uh, you know, if, if it's, if it's good, you know, what will happen in four years, like I said, uh, the average time, 4.2 years, one of the FDA approved drugs that ends up being recalled or shows adverse side effects, it takes 4.2 years. So I, I don't know whether that will happen, whether it won't happen, whether I turns out I should have got the vaccine. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, so I just, most things in life, I don't know. I just end up taking a, do my best to take a neutral standpoint in. Yeah. But, but when you take the neutral standpoint, do you feel like that maybe you lose a little bit of the morality that you could have swayed it one way or the other, like staying in the middle, does it feel like you didn't really do anything? I'm asking, I'm not telling yeah, hey, you you're you're allowed to to challenge my uh my thoughts. I'm, I'm just not, asking. Uh, I'm not a sensitive guy. That, yeah. It's uh well, no, it's it really depends on what it is because again, I'm very passionate about. That's why I brought it up multiple times in this podcast of whether you, whatever your thoughts are on the vaccine. Hey, stop being lazy and get you know get your butt in shape. You know, I I know for a fact that that will help people just stay out of hospital, whether it's for COVID or just in general getting healthy and getting in shape. So that's why I'm not going to take a neutral standpoint of that because I know for a fact that will help and I strongly believe in it. I don't know enough facts about a lot of things. So I do my best to take a neutral standpoint. Now, of course, just like everybody, you know, I'll let emotions, uh, dictate. I think, you know, you raise an interesting point. Let me, let's just say this conversation has really like, like popped my mind. Like, honestly, I never even would have gone here, but I'm going to go here. I'm just going to go out on a limb and let's just see if this catches wave. The only way that we can do anything about it is to do something about it, right? The only thing that we can do is two things. We could either take action and take the shot, or we can try to mumble, stumble across all this wide variety of facts, data, this, that, does it work, does it not work, right? Wouldn't like the simplest thing for us to to do, and and I don't want you to think that I'm a vaccine pro because I'm not, but the only way to get everybody unified is to say, okay, fine, I'll take the shot. Come on, everybody take the shot, come on. Why are we being so scared to take the shot anyway? Right? Like, I know why, but like the majority has already taken the shot. So what? We're just willing to let them die and we're not going to die with them. Like we're scared, so we're not going to take it. I think that that's part of the mentality, you know, and I and I truly believe the bravest thing we could probably do is to take the shot just so that now we're on the same level and now we can convince. We have to take a leap of faith so that they have a leap of faith on us. You see what I'm saying? I feel like that that's really, that's really what we should do. We should convince everybody to take the shot to convince them not to take the boosters because that's what they're really going to try to get us. We need to take the first shot so that they don't, and that's not scientific at all. That's just, it sounds barbaric. But we're losing. We're only 80 million 
There's only 80 million of us. The rest of them taking a shot. We're one fourth of everybody that's taking a shot. You think you're going to like with our voices, even with the platform of a podcast to be able to convince people to not take the shot. They already took the shot. They already have it. We're not going to be able to convince them unless we take it ourselves. I think that's what we have to do. And we just have to believe in, in God and in, and in faith and in Jesus that it's going to be good. It's going to be okay. I mean, mm -hmm. you asked me, what do we do? I was going to say nothing. There's nothing we can do. What can we ever do? We can't ever do anything. I mean, what does my opinion mean at all, ever, in anything, right? Because I'm just one, but you you really made me think a little different, man. Like, you really did. I'm going to get the vaccine, and I'm going to scream it from the rooftops. I'm going to scream it. I'm going to tell everybody I got it. These were my side effects. No, no side effects. Whatever happened. But I'm going to be on team. I got the vaccine because that's the only way to round everybody up that already. Got, you, just, you see what I'm saying? That's the only way to round everybody up because they're not going to trust you if you didn't get the vaccine. They're not going to trust you. You got to be on that team. I, and it's weird. You don't have to get it, bro. I'll just, come and get you. I'll still come and scoop you up with the rest of them. I got to go down there and get. It's uh, look if that is it's it's just a no one has the answers. But if that is what and obviously why not? Because here's the biggest the biggest thing that they're going to try to put on us is oh now if everybody has if we're a hundred percent vaccinated and the numbers start to spike. That's when you get true revolution because people are really going to see, oh, there's no, nobody else to blame. They're blaming the non-vaxxers for all of this. Mm -hmm. They're blaming us for all of this. Yeah. For and all of this, they're blaming us. Yeah, that's... Uh, in the media. It would be the, the easiest way to, way to go. But this is where I still come back to the original... Uh, devil's advocate position was don't say that sorry um if <laughs> if a hundred god's god's well, advocate let's do that one it's okay uh a hundred percent of people are vaccinated but then all of a sudden 50 percent have the booster shot you're still in that same exact spot well oh, it's the 50 percent. okay i see uh, all right yeah another level of the argument bro i'm telling you this plan that they've thought out is foolproof like i've thought of every angle left right like you're right you're right <laughs> that is probably gonna but more and more people would wake up wouldn't they like all right how many of these same type stories are you going to be able to layer on top of layer on top of layer you know, it's just like you're only going to be able to tell so many lies before finally it gets down to only one person believing the lie. Right. You would hope. Eventually, if you keep laying, layering, layering, layering lies. It's, I think you underestimate people's level of commitment to certain uh, passions political parties or whatever you say it's definitely going to be limited there's no doubt but it would take well, a long long time and a long long list of lies to get down to well this. let me just preface what you said just a small time ago which is with health 
It is going to take a long time. It is, so why not start now? You said that, I didn't. And I put that on my argument as well. Why not start now with the same mentality that you had? And I think that ties it in beautifully. Yeah, well, it's, but we're already, what, what do you mean by uh, start now? Because like, start, what do you get mean? the vaccine now? Like I'll so get the vaccine, just, you get yeah, the I mean, vaccine and we start to scream it from the rooftops. Like, hey, I'm not for the vaccine, but I took it for the team. Now I'm on the team. Now when you give us your bullshit, I'm going to turn around and look at the other ones and be like, you do see this is bullshit, right? And they're going to be like, yeah, it's a little bit of bullshit, you know? Like, And then, and I don't mean to swear, I, I told myself I wouldn't swear on the podcast, but I've sweared three times. Uh, two bullshits and one shit. I'm sorry. Well, there's another two right there. Oh, no. <laughs> three. Two. So, so here, here's yeah. what I'd say is because if one of them I believe in and then one of them I either don't believe in or don't know. So I will continue to push people getting healthy, whether it's working or not. Clearly, at this moment, it doesn't necessarily seem like it is. But whether it works or not if that's what I know that will help. And if, if everybody was actually in good health, this pandemic would probably not be a pandemic because the reason it's hitting the US as bad as it is, is because we are the un most unhealthy country in the entire world. Um, it's, it's disgusting how unhealthy people are in this country. And that's why health is such an important topic that's not being covered by the uh, main news stations, the government and whoever else. And it's not only such an important topic, but it's also why it's something I'm so passionate about and why I will continue to make that my center argument of, oh, Hey, I don't care where your, where your political, uh, preferences are, what your vaccine preferences are, just get yourself healthy because anything else is secondary to that. Uh, has anybody in your family gotten the, the shot? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like going out to the extended family. It's while it's mixed, it's, uh, it's definitely more, more than not, but very, it's, we don't have a family where it's like, Oh, like, I don't want to be around you cause you're not vaccinated or, Oh, I think less of you because you are vaccinated. Uh, no, it, it's not like that. It's just the way it should be is, Hey, you want to get vaccinated? Okay, that's your choice. So uh, cool. And, you know, we're still going <laughs> to hang out the same way we hung out prior to that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I just wonder if that's like, that's definitely not happening in a lot of families. It didn't happen in my family. You know, like my mom wants me to get vaccinated. She's pleading with me to get vaccinated. And I'm saying, I, I, I can't break her heart. So I tell her, yes. I will get vaccinated, but I'm just waiting to see what the hell happens. And and I'm wondering also, like, look, if your if your family is sacrificing themselves by taking the vaccine, and I'm not, that what, what kind of person that does that make me in the thinking? You know what I mean? Like, 
you would think you sacrifice yourself along with them. You know what I mean? You go with them. If they die, I die. If they live, I live. That's the mentality that it should be. But the mentality is, you got it, you might die because I'm skeptical of it. I'm going to stay alive. How good would you feel if you even did stay alive, right? So why not even just get it? And look, and I'm not trying I'm not trying to play uh devil's advocate. I didn't mean to say that, but I am playing devil's advocate. What if you play the the devil's own game against himself? You see what I'm saying? Because the divide is that you don't want to get the vaccine, but if they got the vaccine and some harm comes to them, are you going to feel bad that you didn't get the vaccine? Uh, Meaning, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, you, what? I said, are you are you asking me or is that a... Yeah, no, I'm asking you. Oh, um, to be honest, no. Because the people that are closest to me, I have... I've done more research than any of them and I have laid out that research and it was a choice of theirs to do something. Uh, again, I am not as far convinced that, Oh, like this vaccine is going to be bad and harmful uh, for you. I know it's definitely a possibility, but I, I don't know. So I'm not, I'm not worried about that, but if it were to happen and I was not vaccinated, no, I would, I wouldn't really feel bad because Again, we if we both have the same statistics in front of them and then we just make our own choices based on those statistics, it's the same as I have people in my family that smoke cigarettes. I'm not going to be, oh, damn, like I should have smoked cigarettes because they ended up getting lung cancer and I didn't. Or I know people in my family that have uh, driven drunk. If they had died in a car accident, I'm not going to be, oh, should have uh, been driving drunk with them. So this it, it's it, it's only slightly different in that our our belief is that maybe we are being manipulated into taking the vaccine, right? Like, or is that your belief? I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I feel like I'm trying to be manipulated into taking the vaccine. Thus, I don't take the vaccine. That is the only reason I don't take the vaccine. But if my parents got manipulated into taking the vaccine, I was trying to tell them, no, don't take the vaccine, and they passed away, I would feel some level of remorse for not taking the vaccine. And maybe not. Maybe that's a stupid way of thinking. Well, think about this. Yeah, to an extent, of course, there's manipulation to getting it. That's why they're paying these famous people and athletes to do commercials to get people vaccinated. But we're being, everything's a, you know, a manipulation. Everything's a sales tactic. People are overweight and eating, you know, at McDonald's seven days a week because of commercials that make it seem like, oh, well, just hot, get our healthy stuff. And uh, it's actually not that bad for you. Uh, everything's some type of manipulation, uh, including cigarettes. When cigarettes, you know, up until, what, 10, 20 years ago, uh, were marketed as something that wasn't going to be nearly as harmful as it was. So every everything's a sales tactic, and sales, uh, while it's not always uh, in a negative way, is some type of manipulation, which, again, manipulation doesn't have to be a bad thing. You could be manipulating someone into doing something good, but um, maybe that's or I could I could actually probably be inadvertently 
manipulating you based on what I thought, mm-hmm. based on what I had just heard through the media, which you, and, and I say unplug. And the only reason I don't unplug is because when we unplugged for those two weeks, everything went to, to hell in a handbasket, right? Like everything went to hell in a handbasket and think about just that phrase, hell in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. We basically just surrendered and everybody went inside, right? And then we were in a handbasket and we all went to hell. Like that was a terrible analogy, but like it, it's it, it felt like during those two weeks, everything basically like went down in flames right as those two weeks. I don't know where I was just trying to tie it in. What were you saying just before? Um. Wow. No, it's okay. I usually got a great memory. It's uh, it's it's just because it's nine fifteen. I'm usually in bed by nine, so uh, okay. it's not the best. No, 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 uh, don't, no, don't, don't worry about it. It's okay. I, I often do this because I'm always transmitting waves in here and there, and I catch this train and I go with this train. Um, and we'll wrap it up here in a second. But this has been like for me, for me, this has been like a. Uh, awakening conversation like now i feel like the only way to combat this is to get on the same team and to get on the team that's winning now not to not to try to pull people off of the team that's you know losing the team that's losing trying to pull the people off because they're they feel like they've already won it's just such a difficult brain fuck (laughs) fifth that's the fifth <laughs> bad word. Uh, yeah, it's, you're right. It is such a even in the podcast where we both agree, we still find grounds to disagree. Mm-hmm. And that's what I get. Before you even start a recording, I said, even though the I don't think the original plan was just to spend two hours talking about COVID, uh, but. I said, hey, I want to talk about this when you said we don't have to. And I said, I want to because I want to show people you can have a conversation. And even though I thought we were going to be on the same side, I also said, I'm sure there's going to be some type of things that we disagree on. And I think this this went uh, the way, you know, for a two hour conversation, it could have went. You know, we both are don't want to get the vaccine right now, but we have different viewpoints outside of that which i think is great that we were able to have this conversation yeah i I wish jag i'm sorry that we didn't have our uh co-host here jag he's uh off to mexico uh meeting the girl of his dreams and for the first time yeah well they they saw each other on the internet but physically Mm -hmm. they met during covid okay and uh, yeah, so they spoke and they had been having, and the restrictions with COVID to traveling to international countries was just ridiculous, mm-hmm. especially from Canada, which is where he's from. And uh, and I, I also found that weird, but we don't have to get into it. Man, we could talk about this for like a lot longer and, and, and dive into specifics, which is so hard to do because a lot of the specifics end up with uh, the walls, you know, like, oh, you can't get there. It's almost like you're playing Legend of Zelda. You ever play that game on Nintendo? Long, long time ago. Yeah. 
like you're you, now you're stuck and you're trying to figure out like what to do and this and that. It just feels like we're just in a big Legend of Zelda game. And anyway, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I I I certainly did. I learned from it, and I I think I'm gonna go get the shot and scream it from the rooftops and to just be on that team because I'm tired of being on this team because all this team gets is just a bunch of hate and ridicule. Yeah. And you know, that, of course my uh, intention wasn't to change your mind to getting the vaccine going to this conversation, but if it made you think a different way, I guess that's uh, an incredible thing that, you know, people lack in conversations now is actually have a conversation to maybe think different ways about certain things um, instead of just going into a conversation just to debate. So uh, I think that's an incredible thing. Well, I appreciate you uh, giving your mind to my mind and you putting up with my mind. <laughs> I know I go off on tangents talking metaphors, and but I'm, uh, I, I wasn't excited. I wasn't in the mood to have a podcast tonight. I'll be flat out honest because normally I have my co-host Jag and we bounce off each other and it's like a real... But your energy uh, really boosted my spirit. So I'm super happy that you came on and had this conversation. The way the conversation went was exactly what I needed to hear in that moment, in this moment. So I truly, truly appreciate it. Like you helped me more than I helped you. And I'm sorry. <laughs> At least you got the plug, you know, a little bit. That was, uh, that's one of the best compliments I've gotten in a while so no like honestly like that was a, a mental that was a yeah it was it was good I don't want to I don't want to you know I, I hate getting compliments so I don't want to give compliments because it makes people uncomfortable but like yeah you're you're a good human and uh, keep keep doing what you're doing and I'll uh, look I'll tell you when I get the shot what happens to me you know I'm going to get it just so that I'm on that same side, I think. I, no, I'm like 100%. God, I never thought I was going to say that. But I'm an anti I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm just a vaccine, uh, a vaccine skeptic. And that's, that should be the narrative. Not an anti-vaxxer, a vaccine skeptic. All right, you know, give me the numbers and then maybe I'll do it. But I'm gonna get it, and so then then I can be an actual the first vaccine skeptic. Or I'm sure there's others out there, but you know, I'm a, well, maybe, so maybe that, the first podcast. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't want to get it because I know what it is. I already know what it is, but you can't tell people that already got the vaccine that you're an anti-vaxer because it makes them feel bad. You. you the parallel with that is so brilliant in the buildup of this plan that they have created to, you know what I mean? Like you can't tell them because they already got the shot. It's just, that's a crazy, that's one of the craziest things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, if you end up getting it, maybe uh, I could hop on another podcast where you talk about it and maybe give a few more practical health tips uh, that I didn't get to go into. This one, because it was all about COVID, but uh, maybe I can. I know I have time. Go get into it. Well, I, 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 I'll get I into it. Two very, very fast ones. I'm not gonna. Get no, no, no. You, no, I'm not even in a. Uh, you had mentioned it was already two hours, so I was getting the idea that maybe you were 
Oh, I, me, I am, I'm ready to wrap it up. I actually keep getting calls from my girlfriend. I know. That's so, All right. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I was getting. Yeah, okay. So yeah. do one. Do one. Do two. Just, Three I'll quick ones. Super, super general ones I won't go into. But one is just start walking more. If you don't walk outside at all, start with 10 minutes a day. If you can do 30, do 30. If you can do an hour, do an hour. Just get up, move your body, walk. Number two, actually get seven to nine hours of sleep out of Sleep, nutrition, exercise, sleep is probably the number one most important for your actual health, especially long-term, especially for brain health. So get seven to nine hours of sleep, good quality sleep. Finally, just uh, when it comes to diet, just make make good choices. You know, Eliminate the liquid uh, calories. Don't drink the sodas. Don't drink, don't, at least l- really limit them. So maybe if you're drinking them once a week, one, uh, twice a week, get your protein in and just eat your fruits and veggies. If you can eat organic, uh, so I'm not gonna, I won't go into detail, but just eating healthy, moving your body, sleep. Those are the three from a very general standpoint, three of the most important things you can do just to be healthy. So there's three ways for people to start. That sounds just like a, like a pyramid, you know what I mean? Three angles, one, two, three, a good foundation to build upon. Although yep. the foundation of pyramid is probably square, so that was probably <laughs> add one more for the square. <laughs> uh, then we'll, we'll love, go. love God and spirit. How about that? Perfect. There yes. we go. Just, just be happy and love people. That's uh, there that's it is. That could be number one, honestly. There it is. All right, one, two, three, four. The the pyramid of life, the pyramid of healthiness. That's a good there one. There you go. There you there go. It is. All right, man. Well, hey, I could talk to you more. I definitely want to talk to you more, to be honest with you. Uh, I want to talk to you more with my co-host. So let's rebook this with the co-host for like a month down the road here. Okay. And let's see. I got, I'll get the shot. We'll update you on the shot. I'll tell you what happened. Jag already got the shot. He got like three different vaccines. So we'll see if he's even still a human by the time he gets back, he might metamorphosize into something crazy. Because he's going down to Mexico to meet his girl. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully he comes back and doesn't just get married on the spot. So. Well, we always have Zoom, so it doesn't matter. He's in Canada right now, so like we can keep up the podcast. I hope he does get married. Yeah. He loves this girl. Met her on the internet during yeah. COVID, and then they have had this like phenomenal relationship which is very different i was gonna ask you i had it on my questions uh to ask you about your wife right that you guys do the huh girlfriend my wife girlfriend that you guys do the exercises together yeah yeah she's uh she's actually uh also a personal trainer she does in person exclusively though i do mainly online some in person so uh it's just a couple couple of little uh, health nuts just Doing some some wacky exercises to uh, entertain people. I know. I thought it was fun. Like I went to your Instagram and I saw like the funny ones were the ones where like you wanna you wanna uh, lessen your hips and it's that funny lady dancing like that. Like what I was gonna ask you is which one of your posts usually tends to gain the most the most traction. Uh. There's two. They're obviously, just like everyone, the most controversial ones where is essentially anything I talk about COVID or any picture that I'm in. Like a lot of and a lot of the videos uh, are, you know, will, will pop off if I'm in it or just a picture of me and I have something in the caption. So 
if I put like any graphics up, those don't seem to gain traction. But if I'm <laughs> that's in the picture, so, that's so uh, funny. I'm like the opposite. I click. I'm such a uh, you know, like I'm such a kid still. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Let's click on that one. I like that one the best. Oh uh, yeah, like the I, challenges I, and uh, yeah. Oh. No, if I if I'm in it for uh, it just it, it gains more traction. Uh, yeah. Oh, because so, people are following you. Yeah, yeah they want to see what I you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I just have like a, an animation of, of something, uh, it'll be seen by like almost no one. <laughs> well, I guess what I was having, uh, what I was gonna ask, what I meant to ask was, uh, have you had any go viral? Any of those? Uh, I mean, so for me, no, because and. Again, because I really do want to wrap this up, we can talk about it in a different. Uh, all right, all right. This time, but uh, I I used to have a uh, run a charity. And, um, <laughs> all right, so he's gonna kill you. Yeah, and be announced. Person that's called me, but uh, yeah, I used to have, <laughs> I used to run a charity, and uh, it was uh, like some of those posts would be like you know half a million views, but on, on this new uh, fitness page, like the like nothing's gone like viral viral like maybe like a couple thousand views so nothing uh nothing too crazy all right brother all right i'll let you get back to your life thank you so much okay yeah man we'll definitely be in touch i really appreciated this josh appreciate you very much bye